Hello and welcome back to my first fan fiction, the podcast where I L read the third fan fiction that I ever wrote. Hi, Duncan. So. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, starting strong. Okay. You didn't plug the book. I didn't. Oh, dang it. Yeah, I really should have plugged. Okay. Anyway, hi, I'm Al. It's, yeah, whatever. You know what this is. You should buy my book, Caught in a Bad Fomance, which comes out on December fifth, twenty twenty-three. You can buy it wherever books are sold. What's an example? barnesandnoble.com penguinrandomhouse.com getunderline.com uh it's also on books a million and indigo which is in canada and amazon but i don't support amazon um i think you should if you're interested in getting a copy that is signed by me i think you should hold a second unless you want to come meet me in person i'll gladly sign it i will have a uh, pre-order campaign at some point still figuring out the details exactly but there will be signed slash personalized copies at some point um just as an update uh dr porridge is locked out uh our supervising producer and she has decided to shake in rage (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's trying to she's really making as much noise as possible huh so we kept her out because she makes too much noise because she likes to dig or we didn't keep her out intentionally we gave her the option we said are you in or you out uh when we closed the door and she chose to be out and, she, and noisy. I'm watching her over Duncan's shoulder yeah. just ram her head into all the furniture and shake. <laughs> <laughs> She's just jingling all over the place, ramming her head into the couch, tail wagging. She's like, well, if you're not going to let me in there, I will make my presence known. I mean, I think she's just doing what she does. Yeah. This is this a is loud her, little this dog. This is Dr. Porridge at her most Dr. Porridge. Yeah. <laughs> you're really getting an unfiltered look at our dog. Uh, so, yeah, we've been away for a little bit. Uh, we were on vacation and then we were... <laughs> God, I'm just watching her make a mess. Um, so we were dealing with some travel issues uh, for a bit because uh, we wanted to talk about this on the podcast because uh, we were stranded in England for a little bit, which really feels like uh, kind of what we had coming for us for the amount of times we've uh, talked smack about uh, England on this podcast. So it feels like y'all kind of knew we were going to be there for a layover that we had and you just stranded us there. So we had to we had a connecting flight back from Italy. We were flying from Italy to England and then from England back home. And uh, we were stranded in uh, England for a full day. It was crazy. Y'all eat beans for breakfast. That That's, was, that was that, the only that was, thing yeah. I was going to contribute. Yes, they eat beans for breakfast. Duncan had Marmite. Actually, I also had Marmite. Both was of us Marmite? had Marmite. It was not nice. I was not a fan. <laughs> well, you had it on toast. Oh, I also had it on toast. You only yeah. had it on toast. No, I, I tried. You made me try a bit oh, okay. raw. Okay, try it raw, yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say about England? About England? Yeah. Um, no. Okay, yeah. Um, another thing that happened uh, to delay our, our, our grand return was, you could probably tell this a little bit from, uh, if you're very close listener, is that I lost my voice uh, last week. Uh, so I had no voice for several days, which was blissful for Duncan, I'm sure. It was sure. great. It was so funny. <laughs> I had no voice. Um, and now Duncan is losing his voice. I'm as not I losing have, my voice. As I have, well, you have a sore throat, which is how it started for me. Yeah. And it all went downhill for me. So I'm not going to lose my voice, though. We'll see. Mark it. Okay. okay. Come back next week, yeah. listeners. And and I will be the only one that has a voice. And note that I predicted I would not okay. lose my voice. All right. This is your prediction for the week. <laughs> I, uh, this is great news for anyone who doesn't like my voice. It sounds slightly different this week. So there you have it. Uh, do you have any updates, Duncan, on the horse? He's here. Yeah, he's here. I, I wanted to let you announce it. Uh, tell us tell us about our bouncing baby horse. Well, um, as we discussed, this is uh, Sir Barton II. Uh-huh. Um, 
he it was a long journey to get him but when he finally arrived in one of those uh, trucks you see on the highway with horses, with horses in them in, it was yeah. such a joyous day it was um it took so long to get him up the stairs and i'm so glad the horse wrangler was there because yeah. if it was just up to us uh, oh, I yeah, don't know yeah. if we could. I literally no. don't know if we could have done it. It would have been exactly like when we moved here and we had to get someone to help us with the couch. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Maybe it was even harder. Yeah. Um, because it's alive. Yeah. Um, it's a horse. So, yeah, I don't know. He and Dr. Porridge are uh, getting familiar with each other, I want to say. It must be a lot for her. She's a small dog and he's a horse. Horses are so big. Yeah, they're pretty big. And this hadn't really occurred to me until we got him Mm -hmm. but like debatably too big for a two-bedroom apartment yeah his head sticks out the window yeah yeah so that's a bit of a bit of an issue but he i think he's acclimating to the city well i think so too um and where is he right now he's in the other room yeah we have him in our bedroom Mm -hmm. so we can have the podcasting studio (laughs) he's being a lot quieter than dr porridge that is to be fair yeah yeah that's a great point and he's huge yeah ma'am i do also see that dr porridge has been kind of jumping in circles where she's like jumping on the couch and then jumping off and then jumping on again literally just going in circles (laughs) so she's having a wild time um over in the other room we can't say the same for the horse the horse is just hanging out being a polite guest yeah or a member of the household uh so everyone say welcome to sir barton the second yeah yes the second uh we're very excited to have him here as a part of this season And, you know, we're excited to be home, uh, especially after we were traveling for so long, you get fatigued. And sometimes it's nice to return home on an extremely rainy day and just read some fan fiction, you know? And I'm glad, actually, that we're reading uh, this story, which, as a reminder to everyone, the story is called Love Me Dead, which is inspired by the song, I believe it's by a group called Ludo. Uh, Very funny song. Highly recommended. Very funny. Um, And it's still a banger. I I would listen to it to this day. But... It is kind of like very paranormal romance. And this is like the dawn of the paranormal romance. As, as we all know, they're bringing back Twilight. And this is kind of like Twilight adjacent, it feels like. Or it was at least in the era of Twilight. Certainly when I was reading all those like paranormal romances. Mm-hmm. So this this story's hot. It's, it's for the market. I'm writing for the market for once. For the market of the time, you mean. And for the market of now, apparently. Because it's coming back. Well... Not to anyone's pleasure. Yeah, I don't know if anyone was clamoring for paranormal romance. That, I mean, who's to say? Except I'm... for David Zaslav. Like, who? I don't even know if it's HBO that owns it. Oh, okay. I was, I, was like... I was joking. Okay. But it's probably not, right? Because it's a Touchstone or something. Someone really weird owns Twilight. Yes, Touchstone, I think, yeah. owns Twilight. So I don't yeah. know, even know who that is. Yeah. Nope, I don't know either. But it's coming back. And so are we. Aw, how nice. Yay. Are you excited, Duncan, to get back into it? Absolutely. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. To be fair, I, I can't have much enthusiasm because I will cough and nobody wants to hear that. But I would like to quickly reread the story summary um, just so we can all be a, a little reacquainted with what this is going to be about. This is a quote now. We're beginning with a quote. I wanted him and everyone knew it except him. Stefani, again, it is Stefani like when Stefani. Stefani Miane wants Bill Cowlitz, just like every other girl in school. Was it his perfect hair? (laughs) Perfect. Or the sense of danger you get whenever you're around him? Either way, she wanted him. It's one of those two things, though. It's one or the other. (laughs) Nothing in between. Until she finds out he really does, and then in quotes, 
suck the life out of you. Hey, not bad. That's funny. <laughs> Actually, wait. What what could that What's the other meaning? Yeah, of I don't know. I guess just as someone, you could be kind of like a well, like, was, a, like a party pooper, well, like a yeah, real snooze. Yeah, I was gonna say like a Colin Robinson, but he is literally a vampire, so yeah. <laughs> that's probably not the best. No, that's a bad to... analogy. Yeah, so someone who's just like so boring that you're like, ugh. Yeah, that, you know? that they suck the life out of you. Yeah, but not Bill Callis. Uh, I mean, a, he does. He's a vampire. Yes. Well, we'll see. I don't know what he is. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't think he's going to be a vampire. Oh, really? I don't think he's going to be a classic vampire. I think it will be some kind of paranormal creature that will not be defined, but I do think it will be a non-vampire. I don't think it's a vampire. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Because well, here we are. This is a prologue. Oh my god. The first we're opening with a prologue. That's unbelievable. And not only that, it's like it, this is set up. The formatting is nothing special, but it's like an intake thing as well as we'll see. It's like an intake form. Well, you know, maybe the formatting was nicer and it's gotten ruined by um, age. You know, I mean, I don't... copied and pasted it off of Quizella or whatever. The no, age. I mean, on the website, it was not for formatted but particularly I'm saying nicely. maybe the formatting got, got... No, this part of it wouldn't have been changed. Okay. Yeah, All no, right. no, don't worry. Don't worry. It was I like, was it was... worried. Name, Stefani Olinaja Miane. Very normal name that I'm sure exists. Is this person African? No. I think I just came... I literally sat there. I was like, Stefani, because I like Gwen Stefani. Right. And also Lady Gaga's name is Stefani, like that. Yeah. Miane? I don't know where I came... I think I literally came up with Oli Naja Miane. I googled it and there is no such name. I think I just wanted to be original. And and appears? I was. So here's our main character. Name? Yeah. Stefani Oli Naja Miane. Got it. Age? 17. I want to go back and say she really is not like the other girls. Her name literally doesn't exist anywhere else. Hey. Hey. Date of birth? <gasps> Duncan! November 6, 1989! That's my birthday. That's your birthday! Well, not 1989, but look at that! Oh, congratulations! Uh, she also has the struggle of many times her birthday is on election day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that comes up. I do like that. I think that this must have been me. Like trying, so Duncan and I's birthdays are the same week. Um, and I was like, I bet m- my birthday's November 1st. I probably did not want to make it literally just my birthday for privacy reasons or because I didn't want to seem too much. Like I was self-inserting. So I was like, I'll push it to the end of the week. And it wound up on your birthday. Funny. Yeah. Occupation? Student. Disabilities? <laughs> Mentally unstable. Yep, I'm Promising sure. Promising start. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I actually think this is a great way for you to begin a story. Really? I imagine that we're going to come back to this a lot um, and say, well, oh, that behavior is probably explained by her diagnosis. Of mentally unstable. Of mental instability. Let's find out. It's, I think it's just good a good way to lay the groundwork. Listen, it didn't start with, I walked down the street to the Tokyo Hotel concert. I'll take it. Hey. <laughs> I'll take it. That's true. Anything different. Um... It just opens with a quote. I have no idea what kind of voice to do. I don't know. I'm assuming this is some kind of hospital. So you're probably some type of nurse. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Come on, Stefa. It's that time of the week. Oh, you you love to do very gruff nurse. That's like your favorite bit, the character thing to do. Yeah, because I like, I like a scary nurse. Okay. Not a nice nurse. Scary. This this does sound like it could be a scary place. And this is a scary story. So. Yeah. Well timed. A hand rested on my shoulder, sending shivers down my spine. Mmm. Sensory detail. I looked up to see an unfamiliar woman. She was young. Somewhere in her 20s. I wasn't, I wasn't doing woman. <laughs> I gotta admit I was not a woman. 
I'll, yeah, that wasn't my intention. It's not giving woman. <laughs> I mean, who's to say? She had shimmering red hair, pulled into a neat braid, resting on the small of her back. Okay, okay. This is unbelievable. I know. We can't keep doing this podcast <laughs> if you're going to be writing competent <laughs> sentences. She smiled at me and put her hand over mine. You don't remember me, do you? I'm your nurse, Jane. I will say, again, I don't think that that much time passed between these two stories, so I don't know what happened here. I feel like every time you start writing a new story or started writing a new story, you consciously made an effort. To be better. To improve your writing. I hope that that's how actual books go, but let's see. I continued to stare at her, hoping my wide-eyed gaze would scare her away, but it didn't. <laughs> the idea of her just being like, mm, like big owl eyes. <laughs> if like, I look really, really hard. Big. I mean, the dog does that. She'll like look at you and be like, maybe if I stare at you very hard, you will pet me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She took my hand and gently forced me to let go of the origami swan in my hand. Oh, okay. She has a hobby. I let a whimper escape my lips and my lower lip trembled. Not a great sentence, but like overall, I gotta, I gotta give props where they're due. Yeah, like nine out of ten so far. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't worry, you can have it back once your exam is over. Ooh, exam. Ooh. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go take a test. It's spelling, a spelling test. Spelling yeah. test. <laughs> she patted my hand and helped me to stand up. She slowly guided me out of my room and down the hall to the examination room. Waiting inside was a doctor standing next to the oxygen chamber of doom. Ooh, the oxygen oh my, chamber, chamber of doom. doom. What does that mean? Are you ready, Stefa? Oh, evil doctor. The doctor patted the machine and my body tensed. Oxi- oh, oxi- oxygen chamber of doom machine. What? What is this? The, the contraption? I mean, they do have those, what do they call them? Hyperbaric chambers, maybe, where the, it's like a hyperoxygenated chamber that they put oh. you in or parts of your body in to help uh, accelerate healing. Oh. Huh. I've never heard of that. I shuddered and shook my head violently. <laughs> Jane put her arm around me and stroked my hair. Calm down. Nothing's going to hurt you. Why would I need to go into this chamber of doom? Or not me, sorry, her. Why Why does she need to go into the chamber of doom? No self-inserts here. Not at all. Her birthday's November 6th. Yeah, please. <laughs> she rubbed my back soothingly and I stopped shaking my head. My ears were pounding and my thoughts were scattered. Wow. I know. The doctor walked over to me, picked me up bridal style. <laughs> oh my God, very forward. And laid me down on the bed of the oxygen chamber. Because there's a bed in this oxygen chamber. There's a lot going on here. So at least I didn't Google what an oxygen chamber is. I didn't bother protesting. I'm too tired. Wrong I'm to- too. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. He pushed the bed into the chamber and closed the door. Just relax. It'll be over soon. Ah, yes. Mr. Dracula is locking her in. I've heard that phrase a million times. Wow. All within the past month. Oh, no. Oh. She's sick. She's been here for a while. Sick with mental instability. <laughs> Maybe the oxygen is to for her brain. I don't know. She's not getting enough oxygen in her brain. I sighed and nodded my consent. A few seconds later, I heard the hum of the machine roaring to life. I squeezed my eyes shut and gulped. I really hope this machine turns her into a vampire. <laughs> she just turns into a bat. <laughs> Has there ever been a story where a machine turns someone into a vampire? No, but there's a... I mean, there's Frankenstein, right? Well, that's kind of different. He's not really a vampire. No, yeah, but he's adjacent. Vampire adjacent creature. I mean, certainly machines have created creatures, but... Well, like the fly, I guess, yeah. is like that. Or like zombies or things like that. I'm thinking of a music video, actually. But I don't know about vampires specifically. I kind of like 
the idea of a machine that just makes vampires well a mad scientist that intentionally turns people into vampires i'm into it okay. all right well that's gonna be our next novel all right <laughs> i breathed in and let my claustrophobia take over me i tried to think of something calming something that made me happy but the only thing that came to my mind was him bill cowlitz oh yeah what did he do his perfect hair <laughs> memories came flooding into my mind the most vibrant memory was of my last day with him and what could have been my last day on Whoa, earth. Oh, is this prologue actually an epilogue? Oh, <laughs> I think it is. We got That's Quentin a good Tarantino point. over yeah, yeah. here. Mm. This is great. <laughs> this is the mind of a genius. I hid in the shed behind my house. I could hear the sound of his boots against the gravel. I held my breath when I heard his voice. Look at this, like, friggin' like, what's that guy, John Grisham, here? (laughs) Go off, James Patterson. (laughs) Come out, Stefan. You can't hide forever. Okay, good. You knew what voice to to do. Shouldn't you do Evil Bill? Like, this is is Evil Vampire Bill. Ah, ah, ah. Thank you. I clutched the garden shears behind me in case I needed to fight him. A hand crashed through the wall inches away from my hiding spot and I did my best not to scream until my lungs gave way. My body went rigid and I sucked in my breath. I prayed for the life of me that he couldn't hear my rapidly pounding heart. His hand searched the wall next to me and I felt his hand over mine. Then his lips were against my ear. Found you. This ah, is... Ah, ah. <laughs> This is, wait, did he punch through the wall? I hope so. Yeah, I think he did. I clutched the garden and okay. a hand crashed through the wall. I didn't even like register he that. that vampire strength. He, no, he's got that L from Forgotten Memories strength. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's just, he's just whatever she was in the first yeah, book. Tearing door. doorknobs off the door. There you go. Punching through people. Bending a ladle. <laughs> the ladle I maintain is not that impressive. Okay. He pulled me back and I crashed through the wall. (laughs) Yeah. He threw me through the air and I landed a few feet away from the chain link fence surrounding my yard. Where is anybody in the neighborhood? Her parents? Uh, Maybe it's it's, uh, uh, in the woods. Well, there's a chain link fence around the yard. Yeah, but maybe it's, you know. Her her, her yard is the woods. It could be be rural. I guess. The taste of blood was fresh on my lips. The grass next to me was stained crimson with my blood. A semicolon. Really? Yes, there's a semicolon oh right God. here. <laughs> so, Queen! Uh, this is actually concerning. Okay. It seems like perhaps you have regressed. <laughs> it's true, I never use a semicolon. I would I would be shocked yeah. if I saw you use a semicolon. Intentionally? Yeah. Certainly. And this was a perfect use of semicolon, yeah. too. This she was... did a great job. Wow. I'm more willing to use an M-dash now. I never use M-dashes here. Mm. Mm-hmm. I felt Bill's hand on my waist and he knelt down next to me. He sat on top of me and raised my waist up so my face was inches from his. I coughed up more blood, which splattered all over Bill's face. Nice. So cool. (laughs) He smiled and pressed his lips to mine. See, finally a romance I can get behind. This sounds gnarly. My arms went limp. My eyes slid closed and I surrendered myself to his enticing kiss. Does he have perhaps poison... That he transmits through the kiss. I I think he's like... A, that makes you like relaxed and enjoy his oh. presence. Well, that's true. That's like a... That's a true kiss of regret. I I, <laughs> I hate to make a Harry Potter reference, but it, it feels very Dementor to me. Like maybe like they're sucking, like sucking up your life and force. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. 
I don't think, and I could be wrong, I don't think in Harry Potter, like, when they start sucking out your soul, you're drawn to the idea of not having a soul. No, but I don't think that, I think she's enticed by his kiss because he's sexy. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm creating a headcanon where okay. he has some kind of poison. Oh, he has, like, what's it called? That when he kisses, he yeah. injects a poison to make you want to be killed. I have a feeling that none of this is going to get answered, so we're going to have to do a lot of, like, drawing conclusions. So you may I'm, be right. I'm working on yeah. it. Um, maybe, like, some vampires have, like, glamour or something. Like, they can, like, isn't that what it's called? Glamour, where they trick you into doing essentially whatever they want? I'm, I think I'm, that's what that's called. Maybe. I, I, could heard, be I don't know about that word. Yeah. He pulled away from me, his lips now stained with my blood. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> You're just, so hype. I'm hype as hell. This is so cool. He smiled. This is what he wanted, to watch me bleed and cringe, the same way all the girls before me had done. I was tired of fighting. I knew he would get to me eventually, so why not just give up now? I'm not going to sit here and act like this doesn't sound exactly like something from the thriller I just wrote. <laughs> I'm not I'm not above saying that this is very similar. Bill continued to kiss me. He later moved down my lips to my chest and stomach, leaving a trail of my blood down my dress. Oh, dress. Okay. Just running around in a dress. <laughs> just a lot going on. I mean, not, uh, her legs aren't restricted. That's true. Kick him. He kissed my jawline and moved his lips to my ear again. I'm not going to kill you. Ah, ah, ah. Through my throat full of blood, I managed to choke out. And another semicolon, but not not correct. No. Why? <laughs> Sorry, she says why. That's not me questioning the semicolon. The word is why. Blood trickled down my chin, and he laughed. Ah, 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 ah. <clears throat> because that would be no fun. And after that... I remember nothing else. Oh, so the drama. I'm really glad that I actually kind of have this like weird voice thing right now. It mm-hmm. really goes with a character who just got like literally like Kool-Aid manned through the wall. <laughs> right. Reverse Kool-Aid man. Right. You're, it's a, you're doing a little bit of method acting <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, here we go. Intentionally. I intentionally lost my voice so I could sound like I had a throat full of blood. Nice. Yeah. The sound of glass breaking snapped me out of my reminiscing. I didn't even realize I was out of the oxygen chamber. The glass of the chamber was shattered. Fortunately, someone must have pulled me out of there before it broke. Ah, back to basics. Wrong there. Nice. Keeping us grounded. That's what we like to see. (laughs) Love to see it. I sat up and looked around the room. The off-white walls were splattered with scarlet blood. A lot of scarlet blood and crimson. I took a deep breath. The scent of blood suffocated me. I covered my nose and mouth quickly. Lying in a lifeless heap before me were Jane and the doctor. <gasps> no, Jane was nice. <laughs> I screamed in horror and squeezed my eyes shut. It was all just another nightmare. I would wake up and everything would be back to normal. I thrashed my head around, hoping it would somehow wake me up from this horrible nightmare. Something grabbed both sides of my head and steadied me. I opened my eyes and was met by a pair of seductive chocolate brown eyes. He was back. And that is the end of the prologue. Yay. Mm. This shit is sick. <laughs> I love this. Because as you know, I hate when Bill and L insert get together. Yeah. But this is like clearly toxic and like you don't want them to get together, which yeah. I am living for. Love that. Love a good villain arc. And I love that Bill is now rightfully the villain. He's like kind of been in all these stories. Yeah. Not to say that the me insert was not also a villain. But Clearly now we're leaning into it. Yes. Now at least one of them is distinctly a villain and I am eating it up. 
So what do you think? This is uh, for the first chapter. This is much better. Yeah, it's so much better. <laughs> Duncan always says, he's like, you have to continue the podcast for like eternity because I have so many fan fictions. And I was like, they get less interesting as you go on because they do get better. <laughs> yeah, but maybe instead of the shtick being that we're mad at you for writing bad, uh, we can just be enjoying your story. Just enjoying a good, a good old fan fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not perfect by any means. But considering I still was like under 14 in this one, I'm pretty impressed. Considering where we started. Yeah. It's like, man. Leaps and bounds. (laughs) Leaps and bounds. And I think like, it's funny because I think again, like, you know, you listen to this podcast, we start with Forgotten Memories, and then you watch me in the background as a person get a book deal and all that stuff. And you're like, "Mm, can she actually write though? And I feel like this is showing. I'm like, I did get a little bit better. (laughs) Like, you know, you can trust me on this one. I swear I get a little better. Yeah, and then you did regress again. And then I did because I don't know use semicolons, which is true. You don't know about semicolons. But I do use dialogue tags. You don't know how to pronounce rigid. No, I don't. I do use dialogue tags though now, which I don't think I ever did in any of these stories. I certainly did not in this one. And I don't think I ever will. So what's the deal with that? How come? A dialogue tag? Yeah. I didn't know how they worked when I was a kid. So you just avoided them. Yep. Didn't think you needed them. I remember that they are very annoying. Uh-huh. I remember perhaps they'd be less annoying now because I'm better at typing. Well, um, yeah. But I remember just the amount of special characters you had to use really put me off of yeah, them. Yeah, comma. So annoying. Yeah. Well, I mean, that it does speak to how long ago I'm probably thinking of that, yeah. like, trying to do a comma and then a quotation mark yes. was was annoying me. I know that when I started to do them, I did not do them correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I eventually figured out how to do them so i will say that's one thing that's distinctly different also the stories i write now are just very different though i will i like i said i do think that the the thriller i think i could like just randomly pick a page in the thriller that i just wrote and it would you would be like yep this is clearly written by the same person so i'm on point i got a brand and i'm just uh, maintaining it which i'm I'm proud of myself. Also, Tokyo Hotel, I think, is doing something. I don't pay much attention to them anymore. You mean right now? Yeah, I think they're, like, potentially going on tour. I think they're going on another tour, so... They uh, usually only tour Europe. Yes, I don't think they're coming to the U.S. I'll have to check, but let's all wish them well. I hope hope they're well (laughs) in all their endeavors, considering that, I know, that's kind of... They wouldn't... This podcast wouldn't exist without them. Sure, sure. You know, all the time we've been doing this podcast, I don't think I've ever, like, pulled up the Spotify page for Tokyo Hotel. Really? I have no connection with this I band. Like, <laughs> I feel like I, I went down a deep dive and I, I didn't I make you listen to some of their music? Very possible, yeah, but I don't I remember think we did. it. Yeah, we did a thing where we listened to a bunch of their music mm-hmm. once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really listen to them that often anymore. Um, but their recent stuff I thought was pretty good. So yeah, I feel like it's now become more about whoever the L insert is and less about Tokyo Hotel as time goes on. Because I, that's that's absolutely true. This one I mean, is we'll see. 100% AU, which I'm assuming anyone who's listening here will know is alternate universe. Um, Please, so, my mother is listening. Oh, I'm so sorry, Diane. Uh, AU means alternate universe, so it's a it's a it's a fan fiction in which everything from the original context is completely erased. Um, please text me if you'd like more of an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just want to say, I'm, I, I, am, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast. I'm so proud of younger me. She just did so much better. And I was, and oh, you know what? Actually, 
I was just thinking about this. Uh, I started listening to Fall Out Boy again recently. I randomly started listening to their music. And I know that I used to listen to a lot of it when I was writing these fan fictions. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, I was listening to this album and I was like, you know what? I see why I was so prolific writing all these fan fictions. It was hit after hit, bop after bop. I was like, man, no wonder I was always writing something. This is great music to write to. I don't write to music anymore. But I was like, man. I could see why I was so inspired all the time. Great you were, stuff. You were writing to music up until very recently. What changed? Yeah. Um, I can't do it anymore. I, I, I need to focus. Yeah, I used to write to the Arctic Monkeys, <laughs> which is also a very similar vein. And uh, my book, I always say, got 70% funnier when I stopped <laughs> drafting to the Arctic Monkeys. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just can't do it anymore. I, I need silence. I've never been able to work with um, music, with words yeah. playing. Yeah, that's the thing is the words playing now distracts me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I used to, I would only kind of sometimes draft with music on. I mainly draft, I, even before then I would mainly draft with no music. Perfect silence. Yes, I need, not perfect silence, but I need silence. Absolute quiet. Yes, the dog cannot jingle <laughs> when, I, when I'm drafting. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. This was a very interesting start. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm genuinely excited to read the next chapter. And we'll see. Hopefully you won't have a voice, which will make Bill very creepy. I will maybe have my voice. I don't know. Maybe this is just the way my voice sounds. Uh, My prediction for the next chapter is that it's going to be like a classic teen rom-com is how it's going to start. Like either that or it's going to be like a straight ripoff of like the Twilight opening where like she walks into the science room and then a fan blows her hair and then he goes like, like inhales real hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those two things. You already made your prediction. Would you like to make another one? My prediction was that I will not lose my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. But I need another prediction, I suppose. You don't need to. That was mm-hmm. a solid one. Yeah. <clears throat> I also like your prediction that you're going to rip off how Twilight works. Yeah. Um, I think it's very possible. Yep, I got nothing. All right. Well, we will see you next week. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at First Fan Fiction Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at My First Fan Pod, and you can email me at MyFirstFanFiction at gmail.com. And you can buy my book, Caught in a Bad Fomance, wherever you buy books. What's the sign off for this one? Uh, ah, ah, ah. Perfect. Perfect.